Welcome to A Word from the Word on Sound of Truth Podcast. In this podcast episode, you're going to hear a shorter version of a message I delivered to the wonderful people of Harvest Jacksonville. So if you're able, grab a Bible and join me for A Word from the Word. Let's look at Leviticus chapter 1, starting with verse 1. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. He said, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When anyone among you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. All right, let's pause there for our first applicational point from Leviticus 1. Why without defect? Why did the Lord put those two words in there? Why was it necessary to qualify that it would be an offering that is without defect? Here's why. Because if the Lord did not put that in there, being humans that we are, we would give God the leftovers. You may say, well, I'm not sure I would give God the leftovers. Maybe, maybe not, but that is the default, is we give, give God what's left over. We don't give God our best. This is establishing the principle of the first fruits. Part of that line of thinking that we see throughout the Old Testament is you want to give God off the top, give him the best. It, it, it costs you more. It's easy to give the Lord something that doesn't cost you much. Give him the leftovers. Give him what's the, the crumbs, if you will. But no, give him your best. David said, I will not offer to the Lord anything that costs me nothing. Prove that God really is first place in your life by giving him the best without defect. Also, without defect illustrates for us the importance of purity. And here's a spiritual reality. A sinner cannot really die for another sinner. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ, when he lived on this earth and was tempted in every way we were, and yet without sin, if he had committed even one minor sin, he would not have been an acceptable atoning sacrifice on the cross for us to cover us. No, it had to be the sinless Son of God. So, without defect, it's important. Let's go on, continuing chapter 1. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and then Aaron's sons the priests shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron the priest are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons the priests shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Okay, here's another principle we want to draw from this that is applicable to us today as New Covenant Christians. We recognize fully that when we read the book of Leviticus, so much of this is not relevant to us in terms of we don't have to carry out these practices. We don't have to slaughter animals. But here is a principle that we can draw from this chapter and from this particular set of instructions regarding offering to the Lord, and that is this, participation. You don't just buy an offering and present to the priest and say, hey, go sacrifice this, this on my behalf. No, the worshiper, the individual, has to be the one who, there's, there's some symbolism here, lays his hand on the head of the sacrifice of that animal, on the head of that animal. That is a picture of transference of guilt from the sinner to the one who's being sacrificed in the place of the sinner. This guilt transfer. In the same way, our guilt was transferred from us to Jesus Christ on the cross. Jesus is not mentioned specifically in this chapter or this book, but 
he is implied throughout the book as believers as we look back we see it pointing toward Jesus, Jesus being the ultimate, true, sacrifice, acceptable God for all our sins, past, present, future, for all sins of all believers through history, Old Testament, and church age that we're living in now. Transfer of guilt, and then notice also, it's not just transfer the guilt and then hand, again, don't just hand it over to the priest, but no, the worshiper himself must be the one who slaughters the animal. It's a bloody sacrifice. It is a lesson to the worshiper, that his sin requires life to be taken. God said, way back in Genesis, he established the rules. You sin, you die. We sin, we deserve to die. But God is merciful to us. He doesn't kill us. Instead, someone else has to die. Remember back in Genesis chapter 3, if you read the early chapters of Genesis, the first sin Adam and Eve committed, they deserved to die. But instead, two animals were killed, took the skins of those animals, and covered their nakedness, their shame, symbolic of the fact that someone had to die in their place. Something had to die because of that sin. When there is sin, death always has to occur. And so this is a great reminder for the worshiper. It's my sin. I have to slaughter the animal. It's very personal. This is a reminder to us that worship is personal. We cannot live off our parents' faith. We can't live off our grandparents' faith. We must come to God ourselves. We come on his terms, and it costs something. Now, for us as New Testament believers, it doesn't cost us anything. It costs Christ everything. What a wonderful truth. What a glorious truth. This points to the cross for us. And so when we go to worship, we don't go to offer this type of sacrifice to cover our sin. Christ has already paid for it. This is done. This sacrifice doesn't have to be repeated for us. If you've not embraced Jesus as your Lord and Savior, embrace him as the true sacrifice that will cover all your sins and enable you to have a personal relationship with God and go to heaven someday when you die. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.